Hello, everybody. Welcome inside the Post Game Presser Podcast, episode 194. We are back. We got a full slate on the show today. We are going to be discussing the NBA, NFL, a whole bunch of stuff. Who's the MVP? Some gambling advice, a little bit of baseball, some boxing, MMA. We are stacked. But without further ado, we have a brand new intro song from our favorite guest, Ricardo Flanagan. Check it out. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? My name is Brandon Rosenthal, and alongside me, as always, is Eric Garcia and Social Mike. Gentlemen, how are you both? Doing great. No haircut. Ready to go. Oh, man. Just shaggy. That's a bad boy. Yeah, this Football is probably the, season. the longest your hair has been, yeah, and, it's yeah. not, and it's like I'm, two centimeters. I've gone so long that I'm like, yo, should I just wait till fucking Thanksgiving to cut this bitch and just go see how nasty I can get with it's it? Actually, it's a good thing we don't do video oh, yet. Yeah. <laughs> I would have cut the hair. I could have, I could have, yeah, I would have been doing so, this savagery uh, thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I need to do that yeah, again. you can do that like in, see, in high school. There's a, but right now I'm at that nasty point where like, I need another... Two months, where at least okay, that guy's growing his hair out. Right now, I just look like a yeah, fucking dork. Exactly. Fool. Yeah, like, you know, it's know all mean? good. Well, I mean, no, your hair matches your face now. It's all good. All right. <laughs> all right. So we are episode one hundred ninety-four. Like I said, we're almost at two hundred. If you can believe it or not, we haven't recorded in about three weeks or so, or maybe in a month. It's November sixth, two thousand nineteen. It's about nine twenty in the evening on Wednesday. So. Let's rock and roll. Let's so, go, let's like go. I said in the intro, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. We're going to talk about the NBA, shit, NFL, gambling, boxing, baseball. But we're going to start in the NBA. So, so the Lakers, so. the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. That's we're where start it starts. With, yeah, we're I mean, start that's where Lakers. it starts. If any show you're talking NBA, yeah, right? and so. you know they've won six in a row. They're six and one. They're first, um, yes, first place in the West, first place in the NBA, first place in the world. And now I'm going to read you some stats real quick, and then we can get into. Um, the actual Lakers and how they played, our thoughts and what your thoughts are. LeBron is averaging 26 a game, 8.3 rebounds, 11.1 assists, leading the league in assists. He's actually got three straight triple doubles. Anthony Davis is averaging 26.6 points a game, 11 rebounds, and three blocks a game. So those guys are leading the way. What have you been your initial thoughts on Anthony Davis so far? This is what we expected him to do, especially paired up with LeBron. Mm -hmm. The reason you have those two guys is... You like results. your chances that one of those two is going to be on. Yep. If if you're struggling, one of the two is going to be on. Um, and that's kind of what's happened. Sometimes it seems like Davis takes over. Sometimes it seems like LeBron takes over. And, um, still... well, and the numbers show that 26. I mean, it's 26 and 26. That's straight up. And they're still feeling some things out. But it looks like AD is the real deal every time I watch them. And there was the... Um, one of my favorite. There's been a lot of great games the Lakers have been involved with early on in the season. The Dallas Mavericks game on Friday, which was yeah, great. Was the great. San Antonio game on Sunday, which was really good. And they're all road wins, so that was tough. But the thing I liked about the Friday game about the, uh, the Mavericks is that was a real battle between Luka and LeBron, which is fantastic. But what I really liked was that LeBron in the fourth quarter gave the ball to AD on the block and walked away. We haven't had that dude since Shaq. No. Like a guy, and I'm going to talk about Kobe because Kobe was a different animal. He was an inside-outside guy. He wasn't just on the block. AD can get on the block and get a bucket whenever he wants. Yes. He is extremely unguardable. And what I think you yeah. also, just to go back up to further the comparison to a Shaq, again, it's not about that he is Shaq. It's, what we mean is not just a guy that can go down low and block, is 
specifically against the Mavericks, beca- uh, Mavericks because, bro, Porzingis disappeared. Towards yeah. the end. Like, and, 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 th- and this is no knock on him. It's just AD was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck who yeah. it is. See, that was Shaq. It wasn't that Shaq can dominate because players like that can dominate. It's, yep. Shaq was going to n- dominate whether it was Tim, Duncan, whether whoever the fuck it was. Robinson. Robinson. Rick, Rick Smith, you yeah. name it, he whatever. made him look like a rag doll. Bums or all-stars, everybody gets that work. That's the way That's the way it's going with AD. Um, that's the kind of... That's the kind of skill he's bringing. Um, every Laker fan that went nuts and wanted to trade the farm for this guy, this is why. Yep. Um, the ones, the ones that, like us, that maybe didn't want to give up the farm, still knew this guy had this capability. So it was like, well, you, this is why you give it up as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, LeBron is not. I mean, obviously, we know what the fuck LeBron does. There's no shock in that. What the fuck he's doing? Year 17. Yeah. This is year that, 17. That's now. the only shock, but I mean, really, that's about it. But at the end of the day, what, what the fuck he's doing, that's what he does when, when he's fully locked in. Um, this is like him and AD are getting it done that, right now. Early, wait till Kuz gets healthy, yep. figure this lineup yep. up. Yep, yep. Um, this wasn't part of the stats, um, but, bro. Just because of the, the shit talking, and we have to always, and we could always look. Me, I always say, you might say I'm a flip flop or whatever sometimes. Because look, I'll tell you exactly how the fucking feeling. If tomorrow I'm feeling the fucking opposite, I'm gonna say, you know what? This is how the fucking feeling now, then. Yep. But <laughs> fucking Dwight, dog. Dwight's been unbelievable. fucking Dwight, dog. Coming through. Dwight's so, been coming fucking through. There's man, just like nothing. Defense, boards. the baby char, you know, the the charming baby soft ass bitch made ass shit that was said about. Him. This is not it right now. No, he's, this is he's not what's happening. He's a, a he's, this is more like the three time defensive player of the year uh, kind of humbled. Dwight. That he's a humbled man. He appreciates where he's at. He knows that. Like, and what's crazy is that I think my coworker said, "Oh, imagine if Demarcus was healthy." I'm like, "Yeah, but then we wouldn't have Dwight." Wait. Correct. Which is insane but, but, to think but, about. But I would say is, because uh, but I don't. I'm gonna say it, but I don't want to say this to to knock Dwight because I just give him the props. Is I feel that Boogie would have probably been doing the same kind of thing is because I think the way that LeBron and AD is, this is invigorating the whole squad right now. Like if you if you're right there, you want to get it. You yep. you want to get it. Guys like that that are coming from injuries. I mean, this fool, his glute, whatever you know, ass injury was funny. Whatever his butt, his butt was fucking hurt, but. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. him coming back, he lost all that fucking weight. He's really, he's looking really fucking made his body super look fucking lean. Yep. He looks like a. You know what? What that means to me? It isn't necessarily that that he obviously worked the fuck out like a motherfucker. Is he seems like a guy that made a decision not only to humble himself, maybe change, maybe get a role in the league, but like he's trying to play for a couple years. He wasn't yeah, like, yo, let me just snack on. Like, this is win. like, I'm going to change my game so I can prolong this. Yeah. People didn't take him seriously when he was trying to shoot. And people were like, ah, really, this motherfucker this late in the game? His free throws aren't as bad as it was. I mean, yeah. this guy is a motherfucker. This, to me, dedication well, this, this to me also should mean is all these second-year, three-year players, stop it if you're on some bullshit. Because if a motherfucker like this that already made all the money, already could feel sorry for himself and say, hey, I got hurt, whatever the fuck, hey, yeah. I'm out. Everybody he, he's, when, when when you get a chance to play like with a LeBron or something like that, you either buy the fuck in yep. or, or you're going to get exposed eventually to like a guy that doesn't want it. So a couple things about Dwight. Number one is I saw a great quote of his where he's like, I used to eat barbecue chicken wings, McDonald's, all that stuff every single day and think that it wouldn't have an effect. And it clearly did. But he was young enough and in shape enough to where he can burn it off. And a lesson to the younger players, and obviously as we're in our mid-30s now, it definitely has an effect, a negative effect. And if you eat properly, 
you will, I look, I've dropped like, like 10 pounds in the last month just from changing my diet. Yes. And my, I'm not even really working out. Imagine if I was, or if I had an MBA job to work out for, like Dwight is really changing everything about him. So like on the Bulls game on Tuesday, when he was able to keep up with Kobe White on the yes. perimeter and then block his shot, like he signed them a couple yeah, times. Yeah, and that's amazing. Just... And the second part is I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast, The Book of Basketball 2.0. And I actually read the book when it first came out. And the, the secret, quote unquote, secret of basketball is that it's not about basketball, right? It's about liking each other, it's about, you know, chemistry. And also, there's this sometimes when you win a championship, there's a disease of wanting more, right? You've heard about that? Mm-hmm. Where. You know, if you win a championship, some guys are like, I want more shots, more minutes, blah, 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 blah. Steve Kerr was on the podcast. I didn't get to listen to it fully, but he's like, my favorite team to coach, my team to be around is a team that hasn't won a championship. And despite some of our guys having won championships on this roster, as a group, mainly we haven't won. LeBron hasn't won in L.A. Rondo's last championship was 11 years ago. Anthony Davis never won. Dwight hasn't won. He's got close. McGee may have won, but he's not really a key. You know, he's a key part of the team, but he's a role player. So it's like... But even then, the key being, this team hasn't won. This team hasn't won. It doesn't matter. You got it done. This group. This team hasn't won. Vogel hasn't won. Uh, Jason Kidd won as a player, but not as a coach. They're all trying to... They're all... all, There's something to prove here. And it's shown just through seven games. Now, can they keep it up? I sure hope so. Like you said earlier, Kuzma is coming back. He's back now. They're a little clunky. They still need a point guard. But there's a lot of things that I like about this team. Everybody's playing together. I mean, even KCP is not, you know, he started out the season really terribly. But he's playing his way okay. Caruso has been fantastic. I really like Caruso. We're 6-0 and when he plays. And, you know, obviously that's, you know. I mean, the bald mamba, dog. The bald mamba. I'm not going to talk about AD and LeBron averaging 26 a game each, you know. But, hey, Caruso is a... We've, we've talked about him for the last couple of years, and not just because of his ability to dunk and his balding status and bald mamba status. He's a really good player. He's yeah. extremely athletic. He's smart. He's a really good point guard. And he's not going to blow – he's pretty good defense. And he's not going to yeah. blow you away. But he's a solid player, which you need on a team like that. You you know, we're still trying to figure this thing out. You know, And there's also rumors of Iguodala, and I'm not going to really get into that because he's not on the team yet. He's still on Memphis. So if he's here, he's here. And if he's not, we got to figure it out because – the Clippers are going to get healthier. We did lose them on opening night. Paul George is not back yet. Um, but right now we're doing exactly what we need to do. And I, I really like what this team has to offer. I like what Vogel is doing. The there offense, The offense really he's good. running. Like the first game was against the Clippers. I was at that stadium. Speaking on figuring it out. Vogel's figuring it Vogel's out. Vogel's really yeah. figuring it out on offense. Like we didn't run any pick and rolls the first game. It was, it was very clunky. He's still trying to figure some things. I mean, and nine now, new, we said it. There's no excuse. Nine new players. Nine new players to this team. That's tough, man. What were the Clippers? The same exact team as last year? Same exact Swap team. out Galinari for fucking Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you think. Yeah. Okay, so look, dude. It is what it is, fool. But hey, fuck it. They won. We took the L. But it we'll is, be back. It is what it is. And we haven't lost since. So uh, one thing, uh, you know, and that's a really great start for the Lakers. Wh- what do you think would happen in the city of Los Angeles if the Lakers and Clippers played in a playoff series? Is that something you want to see? I want to see it because I feel like the, the Clippers have a good team. I told you, whatever, everybody, you'll, you, if you haven't heard before, you have this is the first time listening to me, you'll know this. When I when I think my team's there, I want to know the Lakers have. I know it's seven games in, but let's find the fuck out. Yeah. Like if if if, if you're going to the playoffs, why do I want them to play the Clippers? Because I think the Clippers are good. Fuck the hate that I have they for the Clippers. They're a good fucking team. That's a good fucking team. Yep. So, 
do I want to... What the fuck's the point of getting excited for this if we can't fuck with them to begin with? You know what I mean? So that's why, again, we got to hold the L. That's what happened week one. I mean, game one, it is what it is. But um, doesn't mean that we shouldn't be fucking um, super excited about the six games that happen right after that. Because you can't sulk. You have to keep playing. You gotta, you know, you you can't be feeling sorry for yourself either. Nope. You took that L and win six in a fucking row feels good. It feels really. Uh, it's good. It's a good way to forget, make your fans forget about that shit a little bit. And the schedule is getting really favorable for us right now, so we can kind of run off a few, and then we play the Clippers again on Christmas. Oh, speak on this just real quick. Uh, that wasn't part of the shit. My bad. Just because we we are we we're talking Clippers. Um. Um. What's up with this rest shit, dog? Eight games in, already Kawhi two games. Uh, um, so, um, did you hear what Doris had to say about management, it? management, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. And if you didn't, if you missed what Doris Burke had to say, you can Google it if you want to hear it in her voice. But um, I'm not gonna. I, I don't know what she said exactly verbatim, but she said pretty much that it's a little embarrassing at this point that the Clippers have to they're arresting him, and that she's obviously she works for ESPN, so she wants him to play because they're playing tonight against the uh, Bucks, and. You would think that he's gonna play at Portland, but he's missing tomorrow, the Bucks. He's gonna play game tomorrow inside. in Portland with TNT's game. So I don't know if it's a TNT thing versus ESPN. I'm not too sure. I don't want to go into that, but it would be awesome conspiracy if it was. Well, no, but if you're a fan and you don't know if the game's on TNT or if it's ESPN, um, I'm pretty sure. Just that's me assuming. Whatever. It's a, maybe you can correct me if you think I'm wrong. Um, you rather see the matchup of Kawhi. Giannis, then Kawhi, anybody. I mean, and it's like, it's game seven. What do you need to rest for? What? Like, I don't understand it. But, hey, I will say this because I'm I'm on your side. What I will say is I'm I'm okay with it. Not that I'm okay with it because that's, you know, but I will say this. When shit like this changes, I tell you, I mention to you all the time, instead of just getting caught up on, like, what the fuck shit's changing, all I'm going to do is appreciate, like, the Kobe's or the guys then and there or got it done. And if there's anybody that's sort of like that right now, then I got to give them extra props. That doesn't mean that if you're not the player that plays every game, you're whack. But, I mean, if somebody is willing to play, then I got to give them that extra little yeah. prop. You know, because to me, um, but to, to, to say the counter-argument, I heard Jay, uh, was it Jay, yeah, Jalen Rose made this point where I agree with him. He says, even if it's not about the 82 games, if you play 52, 42 games, players are going to still rest. Why? Because, fucking, as long as the media and people want to, and fans want to, narrow the whole game down to just analytics and fucking championship rings, then what the fuck does it matter? Mm-hmm. So if you're a guy that plays 82 games and you play fucking 15 years, you gave it all you got. You don't want a ring, fans are going to be like, zero rings, fuck that guy, useless. You loser. Yeah. yeah. Fucking loser. Zero rings. Bum-ass motherfucker. So <laughs> you're played, like, yo, then what the fuck? For 15 then years, I might y'all? as well, you know what, especially yeah, if you're a seven-year guy, you're like, yo, might as well play 10 years, extend my fucking career, Miss a lot of games. Maybe I don't have a great legacy because my legacy's already killed because I'm not going to have fucking... Put it this way. If you're an up-and-coming player, if you're not winning three championships, forget about it. Go home. You're done. You ain't in the mix. You ain't competition. Get you, out of here. Did you see uh, Stop it. the reporters asked Fizdale, like, hey, uh, why are you playing R.J. Barrett 40 minutes a game? And he's like, uh, he's 19. Yeah. <laughs> Was, oh, you heard of Roy Williams uh, to, for one in one of the college games. He played one of these guys like 30-something minutes uh, this game, and they asked him, what happened? And he said, I'm I'm, I'm not with this NBA fucking um, resting shit. Like, straight up. Like, you know, he was like this whole rest management, load management or whatever is what they're calling it. Um, hey, I guess it's the new wave. I know we're, we're going to sound like dinosaurs that day. We'll be like, damn, I can't believe. Remember when people were so against load management? It was the, the biggest no shit thing. 
And most of the guys that we root for or are going to root in the future are most likely going to buy into this shit. So you're going to eventually bite your word. So if you're a Laker fan calling out Kawhi, LeBron or someone's going to be doing this soon. And if it's not him, it's going to be the next superstar. That's just the new wave, I guess. It is sitting fools out. But while it's happening, we get to shit talk it a bit. 100%. Um, because I'll tell you this, a broke motherfucker like you, that's what I said. Like me, I said I was talking to you about it. If I'm going to go to a Laker game... Um, doesn't mean I'm not going to go Laker. I'm, I'm still a Laker fan, but it's like, fuck, if I'm only going to go to one and I can't guarantee it, I'm like, then I wouldn't probably commit to buy, like, badass seats. I might just get some good, all right, seats could be like, look, if no one's there, I'm at least at the Laker game. It's cool. But I wouldn't be able to tell myself, let's say if it was my birthday kind of thing and I wanted to hook myself or my sons or somebody say, hey, I want to hook you up and be like, let me get some super badass seats to go to Laker game. That shit ain't worth it if nope. no motherfucker think. Like what? I'm gonna miss these dudes. No, nope. I mean, yeah, and I mean, obviously, this was Kobe's last season. So, like, I remember I got tickets and I went, and he didn't play against the Hawks. And I was like, shit, you know, like it was one of those things where it was his last season, and we knew that was the capability. But see, injured things is a whole different. And yeah. again, maybe that's Kawhi shit. Well, who are you to say that he, he's not injured? I get it, but I feel like Doris. Like, people can say whatever they want to fucking say, but she's a respected reporter. I don't think she'd be over here talking wild if if she didn't she, think this was yeah, seriously just to yeah. rest shit. No, and it, you know what I mean? Because again, this boy has leg injuries. He's had injuries, so it's, I get it. Be extra cautious, but then that would be the Lakers right now with AD. Sit that motherfucker down. Every no, other he's week. played seven straight games, you know and I mean? I'm like, like, this is the most games he's played probably in his life in a row. Dude, you not know? to sound like a cheese ball quoting rapper like I like this all the time, but like, if, if you're scared, go to church. What the fuck's going on right here? That's it. I, I don't understand. Like, yo, like, it's we, it, like, fucking, Shannon Sharp should have said it. How are you using all your PTO already? Like this fool, you just got here? he said. How many? How do you already got PTO? Like you, you got that shit week one or what? Already stay day one because you already missing two days. And, and, eight. and what I don't get is why are you practicing so much then? Like then don't practice. You know that would be like the equivalent of me studying, studying, studying for an exam, and then be like, I'm not. I won't. I'm not but, gonna go to that but strate- strategically, if, know, remember, if you want to look at it strategically, you're like. This is early in the season. This is when we need to practice as much as we can, figure it out. Once the team's figured it out, then rest the fuck out. Well, isn't it way. supposed to figure it out to play a game? To yeah. play the actual well, games? Yeah. And that's why we are fans and that's what we complain. <laughs> but at the same time, hey, the fool's still getting paid 37 whether he gets it or not. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. He can sit out. If he's not, like they say, so far it looks like he ain't going to be playing back-to-back. So let's just look at it like Doesn't that. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> and, you know, and if there, it looks like right now if there's a... Uh, Two, one good team and one mediocre team on the slate of a back-to-back, he's playing against a mediocre team. Over under 57 games, how many games does he play? I, I say you're right at that limit. I think he's going to be about like 57, 58, yeah. like right over there. I wouldn't. That's a good over-under to put it at. I wouldn't even... And that's low, fool. I'd he's push. That, already, let's just say yeah. 60, you're missing 22. Easy oh, already. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. What, and if this was back to the days, you'd say, like, what, severe knee injury? What happened? Oh, he, nothing. <laughs> healthy as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, healthiest year he's had, Excuse actually. Excuse me? He's in the best shape of his life. Like Trump's uh, doctor said, healthiest man ever existed. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the fuck hey, um, we got going on right here. What even though the I didn't, fuck I didn't write this down, it just kind of popped into my head. What do you guys think about James Harden and the Rockets right now? The struggles? Yeah. The struggles is kind of, not to sound like pat everybody in the back, because people are doing it. Um, we said it, everybody said it. Don't don't be the guys that be like, I'm called it. You and everybody the fuck else kind of could easily have seen this happening. But at the same time, I will say, they have a lot of time to figure this shit out. If you got, look, I'm not a Harden guy, but I, I feel like with Harden and Westbrook, you you have an opportunity to figure this shit out. Yeah. Something you know, you can figure something, 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 you know, he I'm sh- not saying that the, it looks likely right now. I will admit it. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bury him is what I'm saying. Yeah. I wouldn't bury them right now. I agree with you both. There is time. 
but his shooting is a concern. Westbrook's shooting has been a concern. Right. So for a long time. And, and when the athleticism isn't exactly like when you're as young as you were before, not having a shot is pretty it's, bad. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, it's not, it's not great. Uh, and their team is kind of weird. You know, like it's, I think there might be a trade to be made. It doesn't make sense. You know, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. That team is kind of like, it seems one of those things that what happened here. It's like you got, it's like you were, you were turning in your squad, like your, your roster into the league and you got caught halfway and you're like, oh shit, I didn't finish putting it together. Who cares? We got 14 players. Who cares? That, that works. It, look, it looks like Daryl Morey was, chose this team based off stats and then off a 2K draft. You know, like, he's like, that guy's really good. You're looking at ratings, like, okay, I want that guy, I want that guy, I want that. I want the best guy in threes, I want the best guy in blocks, I want the best guy in this. And it's like, what about everything else? Oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> and it's like, they kind of shot their wad on Westbrook and Harden, and they're paying them a ton of money. I gave them a lot of props because I said, remember I kept telling you, the one thing about the Rockets is they're going all in. These motherfuckers, they went all if in you're a fan Harden. and you're looking at your ownership and saying, man, thanks. It's like when the Mavericks were doing that back in the day. It's like, yo, fuck it. They're going to buy it. Like, so if they, if this was... It, Unless you're a Chinese Rockets yeah. fan. You're not saying thanks. So, it, it, exactly. You're, you're shutting the fuck up. So, this fool, you know what I mean? It, but I will say this. It's starting to wear a thing where it's like, I pre, what, what that's doing, though, the fact that they are all in, he hasn't... It seems like he's he also now is starting to not be able to see that, yo, maybe... Maybe just throwing a shitload of money at it right now isn't just fixing it. You need to step back, not not re, not completely like stop it, but like retool a little bit. Maybe just stick to one guy. Maybe maybe it didn't mean blow everything up, but just hold on to Harden and don't overreact by adding a Westbrook to the fucking problem. Yeah, they, maybe like, don't you, trade CP3. You solve say... the problem by throwing more fuck, you know, or th- trade CP3 and just keep Harden and maybe not have the best year this year but be a little better next oh, year yeah. you well, know C- what I mean C- like, his contract was humongous yeah. but it's like but yeah but exactly how, you don't give it to CP3 but also like, CP3. and not to stay on the Rockets too long that kind of worked it, it wasn't a complete failure they just ran into the fucking Warriors mm-hmm. you know like and unfortunately the Warriors are no longer the Warriors because I'm just not a CP3 guy. And, no, and, and I think that they did did not get along. CP3 is not a CP3, but guy. they didn't get along, dude. No, they did they not. They did not get along. One hundred percent. That just was not. And it looks happen like D'Antoni is not getting along with anybody there. It just looks like it's a good. It, it might end it, in disaster. Okay. And that's what I'm saying with Maury. It might be. It might be. And that's what I'm saying with Maury. Like you could have probably seen it. I think he might still be able to unload. Fucking Westbrook, Westbrook or. You know what I mean? Like, by a certain trade to somebody. He might find a way, dog. Yeah, and this, and to me, if you're a fan of his, after all the fucking shit that they've been doing, if Maury's able to trade that and get some assets and be like, fuck it, you should be happy. You should give them props. Yeah. If he's able to pull it, it will be hard. That's fair. You know what I mean? But... Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, hey, but, <laughs> we need to move on from this NBA, but I will talk about this, which is, again, being Homer... There's not much to say about the East. No, yeah. the, the East is right now. The East gonna, is just we're gonna stick. We're gonna stick with what we we know and what we're talking but also about. Also, the East, nah, man. Yeah, the East is kind of boring. It isn't where it's at, dog. Oh, but Hayward had a good game the other day. So that was really dope to well, see. Well, that him. might that's news then. Yeah, good to huh. see him coming back. I'm glad to see that. He, um, you know, but one thing I wrote down I want to talk about. Let's check in on some of these former Lakers because okay. I did write down AD talk Chicago, but he kind of nixed that. So we're just gonna skip it. Um, let's check in on some of these. For, let's check in on some of these former Lakers. So we traded Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart over the offseason, right? For Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram, balling, twenty five point nine points, seven rebounds, four assists, just fresh off a forty point game in a loss. 
However, that's one thing you can say about these Pelicans. They're exciting. They're moving the ball. They're competing. And they're losing close games. Very similar to what we were doing with these guys. Josh Hart, 13.6 points a game, which is up from what he did with us. Four rebounds, 1.4 steals, shooting 38% from three. And the three-point shooting is good. Yep, and Lonzo is 12.4 points, 4.6 rebounds, 6.7 assists, 1.6 steals, 38% from three. Mm-hmm. So nice. the numbers from Lonzo are a little bit lower than what I would expect. I thought the numbers, the assist numbers would be closer to nine, but it's probably because he's missing a couple of easy alley passes to Zion Williamson. But, but B.I. is getting it. Those three are balling out. I'm very happy for them. Very, um, I still watch them play. But when Zion comes back, those numbers from BI are going to take a huge May, step back. Maybe or maybe not. Maybe he's going to establish himself like Naham Dugai. You think so? Because I think he is. And maybe, I think, because Zion is, even though Zion's a fantastic player, he's an athletic freak. Brandon Ingram is the guy who can score from anywhere on the court, essentially, because he's so long and athletic, he can just get to the rim. He's not a great shooter, but he's a pretty good shooter. And last but not least, let's check up on our boy Luke Walton. Lukey. The Kings are 2-5, and five, they're 12th in the West. I don't know if they won or lost today. Um, maybe we can look that up real quick. Um, they're giving up 110 points a game while only scoring 101. So, well, did you like Luke? When he was a Laker? I loved him as a Laker. As a coach. As a coach, yeah, that's um, what I meant. Yeah. As a coach, he he, he wasn't the worst. Well, one thing that we, uh, I guess it's a good time to bring it up, but you, we mentioned about Vogel getting shit done. This is one thing that I don't like about Luke. Kings did not play today. So. It, is, it isn't oh, about. Yes, they did. They, they lost. They lost. So perfect. They're two and six. And they gave up 124 points. Yep. So there so you go. So to me, it's not necessarily about not liking him. It's about this. Like, he preached a lot. We're working on defense. Our defense is trash, so we're not even focusing on offense. All we're doing is just defense, defense, defense. But we never really saw the defense improve. No. That's the point. I heard the guys do on, on the, what is it called, the Lakers film room. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, shout out to the Lakers film room. Yeah, so, it, it, and, and I agree with him right there where it's like, that's the way the way I always felt about him. Like, because, you know, I always felt, I like, he says the right things that I want to hear, but it's like, but I'm not seeing those results. Or so if, you, if you are working on it that much, then you just suck at getting that out of players, dude, because it's not happening. You know what I mean? And, and uh, like, with Vogel, he's known... It, people felt like one thing that the Lakers are probably going to be able to do under Vogel is play defense. And yep. you know what they're doing? They're playing defense. So sometimes it's like you don't necessarily have to be out there talking about we're doing defense, defense, defense. The squad knows under it. the defensive coach, you're going to fucking play defense. Dog. That's the one shit you are going to fucking do. Yeah. And Luke, I don't think he was able to fucking enforce it to where, like, it isn't that I'm asking you to play defense. I'm saying if you're going to fucking play and you're going to start, you're going to play fucking defense. Yeah. There's a huge fucking difference. And, uh, and it's hard to play defense when you don't want to. And and, I, and, and these these players want to because they know they have to because they want to play. They want to be on the court. Yeah, I think, A, LeBron's injury really hurt us last year, number one. And I think the players respect Vogel a lot more. They respect Jason Kidd a lot. They respect Lionel Hollins a lot. And Luke didn't have that staff. And let's he, be real, LeBron does. So if LeBron does, it's easy for everybody to just go along and be like, well, I do too. How the f-? You know what I mean? Like, how, if this guy respects yeah. him, then what the fuck am I? Who and it who? really seemed like when Magic was there, it was just a real big clusterfuck. And not a lot of um, camaraderie and not a lot of people having each other's back. And that was a problem. And That's now problem. Magic's gone, you know, in the weirdest way possible. And we have <laughs> we have this team where 
I haven't heard Rob Palenka say a word in the last few months. Perfect. I haven't heard Genie Bus say anything. Oh, Even awesome. better, right. when Magic tweets, he's just tweeting his Magic. So he's kind of back to being Magic. I, think I muted tweeter. him on Twitter. I mean, yeah, probably he's a clown sometimes. But you know, I think somebody called him the Black Trump sometimes. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, only on Twitter, he can make that. You know, he's kind of similar there. But he's also a great human being on the side, so that's where those comparisons end immediately. Um, but it just seemed like the team wasn't really buying into what Luke Walton was selling, whether that was a catch a popsicle on white gloves, a la Tommy Boy, or what. It that's just, what they I'm saying. It doesn't listening. matter. Like, look, yep. I, fu- I fuck with you, Luke. So it isn't about like whether I, we liked you or not. The players either didn't yep. or didn't respect you or you weren't able to coach it up. Or whatever the fuck. The whatever results are what the results were. Yeah. That's just yeah. the only thing the that facts. we can do. The yeah. facts are the facts. We, so. were, we were in a lot of close games. We lost a lot of close games. And now here we are. We won six in a row. Losing, winning a lot of these games we probably would have lost in seasons past. And the team looks fucking gritty. They look like they're going to... If you're going to play the Lakers, they're going to get in your ass. We're taking, like, we look like a little a Vogel, a Vogel team. You know what we look like? You look like if you play the Lakers... You're probably gonna have to sit out two out of the first eight games, even if you're a superstar. Yeah, you were a load management rest. You know what I mean? Because it's tough to play the Lakers. You don't so, want to play us. Yeah, you know you got that dub, but you're gonna be sitting out two out of the next eight because we're gonna get on your ass. Or like uh, if Kawhi wants to play us, he might do load management, not even play. Load management, skip two two of the next <laughs> Laker games. <dog. laughs> you know what I mean? If you're trying oh, to play man. the rest of the year, but that's the kind of team I hope we are, and we are showing it so far, and that's what I wanted from Vogel. Yep. To me, I figured Vogel was a guy that he wasn't going to be handling the media with his suave-ass talk or nothing, but I figured he was going to work, and it seems like so far that's what he's doing. He's doing a really good um, job. Um, you know, my biggest fear is Jason Kidd. As long as I, I don't see, I didn't hear much from him. And, 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 it, it was really funny, the first game, because I went to the first game, and I was watching Kidd. There's a couple times where Kidd walked up and said, oh, yeah, I'm not the coach. and sat back down. There's going to be times where those they might butt heads. And those are long- the times I'm going to be upset. And as long as it's in the locker room and not doesn't get out, I'm cool with it. No, nah, I fuck so, with I fuck with him. We'll I, I fuck with him. And especially because you know players are listening to. I really would have to in a fucked up in a weird way, I would have preferred Jason Kidd a lot more if we still had Lonzo. I yeah. feel like that would have been a perfect, you know, yeah, kind of situation. But, but we don't even have a point guard. Not even not <laughs> even close. Not even close. So but we'll LeBron's be. the one, so it's fine. It is good. Um, let's take a quick break and then we'll get, well, yo, what's up, what's up? No, no, real quick. Uh, great so far. So I think we all agree that so far we, Vogel's doing a good job, correct? I agree. Job. Yeah, yep. Great. So far in the first, I know it's early, but just so far the seven games. I'd say a, a B plus. To me, it's a solid A. Like, yeah. there's just, just six and one. I would, that wouldn't have been when I would have yeah, said seven. I, I would have said something like four and three, maybe. five and two. Well, maybe I'm only giving a B plus because my expectations are very high yeah. at this point. But yeah, I think I a minus is right But to up me, there. it isn't like, even just the, the record. It's seeing, seeing right, what they've like, been doing. Like, remember, well, after the first, it looks game, good. It looks we good. We were all talking about like, oh, you know, they started off good. There was moments where we were doing good against the Clippers. Yeah, even in the then, game. Yeah, but then oh, my bad. Uh, the rotation it was like man he kind of messed up on how he was making and his he subs it. but we're like you know that eventually it'll work itself out like we said with time with time and we're seeing yeah, he's, and coming. now that Kuzma's coming back yeah, yeah, yeah. we're starting to freak yeah, yeah so I agree so I what, mean, do, I gave, what do you think you think an A yeah I, I, A I mean I gave Luke like two years and he never figured out like <laughs> I'm, you know, so far, like I said, I know it's early, but so far, give a, this guy a, a month. What did you say? Like 20, 25 games? When do you feel like you kind of, you, you, for sure? No. I'm not saying we're going to wait till 20. Christmas yeah, will know. For sure. Like, that's the that's the team. Those are the lineups. Yeah. And then you, then you start saying, what trade? Are we going to be needing a trade? Do, can we make a trade? Can we make a Who, trade? Any buyouts? Because like you don't know what you want to add when you don't even know what you are. 
Yep. What the fuck's going on here? I agree. Um, let's take, like I said. Oh, that'd be nice. Let's take <laughs> a quick break. We'll get into NFL, gambling, and a whole lot more. We'll be right yes, back. We're back. I just felt like playing some theme music because the NFL is back. It's awesome. We haven't talked about it. It's the midway point, and I'm just excited. I love football. I can sit there every Sunday and watch football. All day long. Uh, it's amazing. I've, ever, ever since I discovered the red zone, and it's not just my discovery, so I'm not Christopher Columbus here, but... like well, It would be because you discovered <laughs> something that was already found, so that's exactly what the red zone is. Perfect. You I are am, Christopher Columbus. But I am Columbus. Christopher Columbus of the NFL red zone. Yeah. I'm very, very proud here. Um, but I remember, like, my, my, my wife and I, she was my girlfriend at the time, we just sit down and watch football all day, like, order pizza. It was just, you didn't have to leave your house. And the only thing, the worst thing was you had to leave and go to the bathroom because there were no commercials on Red Zone, which is amazing. But <laughs> let's not talk about Red Zone here. Let's talk about the actual football. So we have a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. Let's start. Niner, baby. Undefeated. 8-0. Yep. No. Yep. Everybody thought this, right? When the season started, everybody, everybody you know, assumed and they're... you know what's funny is that before I let Eric talk, because I did, he has a lot to say. Every year, I always ask him how we're going to be. He's like eight, no, sixteen, and no, and every single year. And then this year, he came and kept it real, and here we are, eight, no. <laughs> uh, babe, but but I always do tell you like that, you know, I'm fucking around. Obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like this this year, it was weird because it's like, what do we want? What do we expect? Um, this is a lot. This is just. It's a lot more than we expected. Yeah, this is pretty uh, fucking awesome. It is really, really it's really awesome. Uh, the Niners are playing extremely well. The defense is playing outrageously well. So it's hard to believe that they're the number one team in the league. That the Patriots has lost. That you know, it's still, we, and we still have. You know, the way I look at it, there's a lot left. There's a lot of football left, especially for this team who they have to play. And there's a lot of good teams left on the schedule. Yeah, you know, Seattle on Monday Night Football to start. Seattle's a very good team. They're very tough. Um, Russ is fantastic. We'll get into him later um, for MVP stuff. But he just – that defense is not great in Seattle, not what it used to be at all. In fact, we have one of the star players that used to play there. But Russ can really move that football down the field. He can keep that team in the game. They can score 40 points if they need to. So, it's, you know, it's always worrisome. Gordon, Metcalf is looking like Shit. the nice call for them. And he, we just let Kyler kind of do some stuff, and he's a – elusive small quarterback and Russell Wilson is a extremely better version of him um yeah but uh look I get that the 49ers yeah they haven't played anybody I feel that but the, the thing is the divisional part of it changes everything but we have a little bit yeah a little bit but you know um I'm fine with it even like the Niners are saying go ahead call us the pretenders or whatever um I do feel like um the Rams um was a test I wanted to see so I'm yes. fine if people don't like it you We're know what I mean? Twenty-three-three. Yeah, I like. Uh, I think the Panthers. Carolina, the yeah. fact that the Panthers oh, came man. back and whooped that uh, the fucking uh, was the Jags the following week. After yeah, the, and they look good they against the Jags too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're after they just got worked by they, the Niners. They just had to bench Garner. Um, so that that's what. I, and I'm interested to see. Um, you know the future tough matchups. I mean, the 49ers still have some other games. They have yeah. the Rams again. I mean, Seattle, Seattle again. Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore Green Bay. New England. And Green New Bay. Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans is no joke either, yeah, man. New Orleans, yeah. Man. Uh, um, those are all great matches. Yes, they so are. So to me, um, there's a lot. There's the you know, um, but we're in the great Panthers position, play yeah. the, the Panthers play the Saints this week. That's a great right. game. That's a fucking great game. Wow, and, uh, that's a really good game right now. So let's see, let's see, like you know what I mean, like 
if the Panthers look good against the fucking Saints, again, it starts becoming like, really, are you going to, when are you going to start giving this 49er team some props? Uh, but it, it, that kind of doesn't matter because you're always one loss away from like, now, even the, the Patriots who obviously are still, probably even still the best team. Um, people are already like, well, you know, they're whack. Hey, maybe. Baltimore. Because they didn't play anybody. I get it, they didn't play anybody, but they looked awesome as shit. It's not like they played anybody and, and are losing yeah. games that they shouldn't lose and are doing, no, they're whooping teams' asses, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I think I saw this stat, and this is outrageous that this stat even exists, that they're de- if they just scored points through the defense, they'd still be like 5-3, five and f- five and three, no. or like 6-3. and three. It's like, that's ridiculous. Like, that is a all-world-class defense. Not the best defense ever, like some people from New England are saying, because that's what you should do when you're from well, New England. Well, the stats at a certain point were at that historic level. It's pretty crazy. Were first, you know, those those numbers that first six games ever in the history. That they didn't score. They didn't let a touchdown. They were just allowing it to get, you know what I mean, to get yeah. past, you know, and. Yeah, it seems like Belichick's really calling the shots this year for New England. I um, mean, that secondary stupid good. It's. You know what I mean? Does my, Gilmore does my, what is what fucking they, my, nasty my, good. McCordy, uh, yeah, the McCordy twins, Devin right? McCordy. Jeez, these kids are fan, and yeah. they're not even kids; they're yeah. just grown Gilmore men. Gilmore is a fucking beast. Yeah. Gilmore is the truth back there. Well, and that's what yeah. Bill Belichick saw a couple years ago in Buffalo, and he's like, "Oh, let me he, go get that guy." Oh, and that's like one of the. Remember at the time, even it was surprising because they usually don't pay for guys. Yeah, and they want to get that. They want to say, "Let's well, get." Well, they that. did the one year thing with Revis, and that was, and that worked kind of because they won a championship. Yeah, but one year is different. You, you know, yeah. when you pay a lot of money for one year, that almost doesn't count because there's no commitment. Yeah, there's a lot of money. Bill must have saw it, like his workout. He's like, "Yep, uh, let's do it." I'm all in. Brady signed off. You know, they kissed on the lips and they sealed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, but you know, like that's a really good segue because obviously, uh, well, the Niners are getting a couple players back. I want to talk about that before we talk more about the Patriots and especially Baltimore. We're getting Kyle Juszczyk back, mm-hmm. Joe Staley back, which is a huge piece of the offensive line. Anybody, he's been a Niner for the longest tenure. He's probably the longest tenure Niner there is. The last member and, of the Super Bowl um, team. Yeah, right. The last member of the Super Bowl team, the last member of the Harbor era. He was drafted when Alex Smith was playing quarterback. Um, so he's been there a minute, and he's just a really good left tackle. And he's only going to make Jimmy Garoppolo, um, maybe his two bad passes a game will make turn to one bad pass a game. Hopefully zero, but, you know, not everybody's Tom Brady, I guess. But at the same time, school even stepped up big time. So it's one yeah. of those things where you... And now we have depth on the offensive line, yes. which is fantastic. Because even if Staley... Because Staley wasn't having his best year either. That's not really No, he's up there. He's up there in age. And he Absolutely. broke he broke his arm really early yeah. in the season, so it's not like he had a chance to mold so, with this team. All I'm saying is I want, I'm super excited to have him back. At the same time, I don't want to be the team that's like... If it doesn't look right when he comes back, don't don't force it. Don't force it. Yep, and we have Lynch coming back too oh, yeah. at some point. And um, honestly, the juice, the fucking juice move is yeah, big because you that was huge. that was huge for the blocking. That's huge for the blocking. Passing yeah, the, the running game, game hasn't been really the same, even though we moshed in a couple of teams. But yeah, have in this Kyle Shanahan offense, having a fullback who can do what he does is is pretty out there. Um, the Seattle game again, it's a tough one. It's a huge game. But if the Niners win, win, and obviously I think we feel they're gonna, but. Let's just say if it's and when they win, mm-hmm. if and when they win, it's going to be one of those things again. It was in San Francisco. Had they really gone somewhere tough? Well, because we said it ourselves. I mean, the Packers game and the Saints. That's going to be a cold there's a couple game. of tough games ahead. That's going to be a cold night in San Francisco yeah. on Monday night. That's going to be a tough game. So, but the thing Seattle. is, to me, I look at it this. Let's finish the season in Seattle. Seattle seventeen. Yeah, and remember, like I know it doesn't matter to most people. It's fine. 
But the Niners Monday night record is super good. It's really good. It's just like that's just we show up. The Niners get it done Monday they show night. Up. That's uh, just the way it's been it, forever. A long time. Um <laughs> no, that's just the way it is. No, and this is just the it, facts. Well, let's let's go back one night from Monday night to Sunday night because on Sunday night football there was a what looked like was built to be like one of the best games of the season and it turned into a old-fashioned blowout unfortunately. And even though the final score was a lot larger than I felt like the game was, you heard that story before every single time. But the Edelman fumble not only hurt the Patriots, it hurt my fantasy team, which is most important here, obviously. But like you said, people are really overreacting to this New England thing that they're losing. And, you know, I think Lamar is obviously a really good runner of the football. He His stats are, he, what does he already have? Um, Jeez, 637 rushing yards. I mean, as a quarterback already in week nine. So he's on pace to get, you know, a good old-fashioned 1,800. <laughs> Starting more than some ru- Pro Bowl running back. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Pro Bowl running back. 100%. And, and, and look, he's also – he plays a quarterback position. He has a really good arm. Or not a really good arm. He has a good arm. But his pocket presence is just yeah. outrageous. It's fantastic. Uh, one and he of has these, the best skill that the quarterback always needs is – it's he, capability. He leads the team. Like he, he's the oh, guy. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And dude. that's I have a, with a man, a man of the neck that that size has to lead a team. And Lamar, Mil- Lamar Jackson is just skills. Is, yeah. It, um, Not Lamar, Lamar Miller. To to me, the one thing I will say about the pay, uh, the Patriots, which uh, I'm all, um, uh, yeah, like I said, it's everybody wants to bury them and everything, but still, it's not a good look for them. And I know it's obviously not what they want. To lose their first tough matchup. No. You know, and that's why I said with the 49ers too, like no matter how much we're saying, yeah, look, we like it. I know people should give them props, but they lose to the Seattle at the same time. It's like, you know, um, I'm not saying Seattle's trash, but Seattle isn't the best team. And at the same time, Seattle at home, if the 49ers are what they thought, uh, what what I think they are, they should be able to get that dub. Yeah. yeah. And, Straight you know, up. like, well, I can't and, all of a sudden pretend yeah. afterwards, like, no, nah, well, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a, a must fucking win or something stupid like that, but at the same time, it's one of those, like, no, if I if they are what I think they are this year, and Seattle's coming to San Francisco mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, yeah, that's a dub 49ers. I mean, and this was a really tough game for New England. It's not like this was a fucking walk, a walk in the park. In the park yeah. yeah, hell no. And I'm glad we used that same phrase because, like, look at an early New England schedule. Not that I'm a Patriots apologist by any means, but they had to play in Buffalo. And shit, it looks like Buffalo might actually not be that bad. And even though people said the fake 5-1, now they're 6-2. and two. And at some point, if they're fucking 10-6, and six, it's like, oh shit, maybe they're pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Out, like and not just sneaky good. They fucking spot. won double digit yeah. games in the NFL. You know how hard that is. Yeah. As Niner fans, I fucking do know how hard it is because my team didn't do that shit for a very long time. So yep. we all know that gets hard. And like, but look, yeah, man, but anyways, my, the Ravens no, are something else right now yeah. with this with this they're, with they're, this Lamar Jackson shit. And now they're six. Look, we keep hinting to the future of what we're going to talk about a little bit later on. But I will say this. Hint, hint, this is another guy that's in the mix to fucking MVP race because um, Yo, these kind of there. numbers are fucking... Get it, they, to me, I look at it like these are getting it done numbers. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. What is he up to? Like, if you say, like, let's say I run into you, like, hey, Mike, what's up? You know, we're talking games. And it's like, you know, hey, the first couple of weeks, what's going on? Like, hey, how's Lamar doing? He's getting it done. Oh, the that's first two weeks of the season. How's Lamar doing? Had, like, if, if you're telling me, if you're the guy that's giving me the information, how's Lamar doing? Your answer is... Well, he's getting it done. Yeah. You, so know you remember, I mean? Mike, you remember Michael Vick? Yeah, he's kind of better than that. And you're like, oh, damn. I mean, yeah. Besides the fact that he got it done a little longer, and we'll see, but the court... the the At his peak, I mean, I guess yeah. it looks like... Yeah, because this guy, I mean, fuck, but I... There was a few games in Philly, Michael Vick, where he was just like... 
Yeah, but Lamar, Jack- and, but Lamar Jackson. But oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Lamar um, Jackson. He's, he's just. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's got. He's yeah, got that it. He's Bill Belichick is like us right now. He would be sitting in this room. I mean, sitting in this car right now, recording this podcast. Uh, you know, to give you behind the scenes shit. But if <laughs> Belichick was here, he would also be like us, just shaking know. his hand, going. I don't know, dog. Lamar Jackson's good. He's really good. Um, what was that? Remember, I don't know the exact number, but what was that crazy stat that everybody kept telling? It was like he was like twenty-two and all, twenty-two and zero all time against quarterbacks that are two or two years or less starter. Like he just, yeah, Belichick just serves your ass. That's what yeah. he does. And then Lamar Jackson says, "Nah, crush them. Nah, it's unbelievable." Um, so that game was uh, so far early. Half week, you know, eight games in. I mean, uh, eight games in, but like you know, whatever half uh, or nine games or whatever, uh, nine weeks in. To that point, that probably is the best game so far. I think uh, so. As far as yeah. like matchup. that, people are looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, matchup wise, where you're like, right. yo, these teams are fucking solid. Um, this is easily like a future AFC Championship matchup kind of yep. situation. 100%. You know what I mean? I like a hundred percent. So you want to see this again? One thing that everybody that no matter you hate on the Patriots, you know you got to be saying, "Fuck, I want to see what happens when Belichick has a second chance at this okay, shit." Yeah, because I, I know that fool. Well, I, I think now people are looking forward to the Niners and Baltimore. In week, I think twelve or thirteen, yeah. whenever that is, because yeah. that's going to be a crazy. And that's game. when it gets dangerous because yep. look ahead matchups will get your ass. Drunk. They sure do because there's a couple games in between. Uh, there's a lot so, of games in between. Oh, yeah. A lot of tough. Oh. There's a few. Uh, uh, it's a divisional rival too yeah. on hey, the way. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's always going to be tough. Uh, the Packers lost um, as well. They dropped. That they went to seven and one, and now are seven and two. So and they looked like shit too um, against the Chargers, who we were just talking about. Um, who are complete, this is in our personal conversations, who are just complete sacks of shit, and they're yeah. not a good football team. Uh, do you, and we can kind of segue into the MVP talk, Now, losing that game, Rodgers is now 7-2, and two, obviously, like I just said, 17 TDs, 2 interceptions only for A-Rod. Uh, he's been good sacked numbers. 20 times, man, but yeah, 17-2, 2,500 yards. You know, what do you think? Do you think A-Rod can pull this off for MVP if uh- the Packers... You think can they have another stinker like this? Not another stinker like this for sure. He's as far as MVP race, he's completed the fuck done out of that. If if that you know if he has another stinker, um, the Packers definitely do have. Uh, the Lions were there completely. Uh, tap. I'm not tapped out, but like they eliminate themselves from from serious competition as far as winning the North. Yeah, you know what I mean? One hundred percent. So it's, they're cakewalking the North. Cake, the, to me, I, the Bears. Can we laugh I'm, at them? For a I'm second? not. A, yeah. Trubisky shit on that city's dreams to getting it done this year. You know what yeah, I mean? That's uh, facts. He's done. He's he's that's not happening. So it's them and the Vikings. They only trade. So what do they get? If the Cowboys do the fucking um, Packers a solid, you know, and, and beat the Vikings this week, this week, then um, and no harm no foul for the fucking uh, Packers. You yeah, know, they're good. Yeah, yeah. and the Cowboys very well might do that because yeah. it because then it could just be one of those. You know what? Um. It was one of those games against the Pack, you know, the Chargers. Sometimes it happens. Pat, what was um, Aaron Rodgers talking about? What well, we got into LA, maybe early, uh, maybe some fools were partying too much or whatever. Um, you know, whatever. That could be it. You know. I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the fool will blame everybody but himself. But I'm yeah, it wasn't me not getting it done. But maybe he was saying me. Yeah, like yeah, I'm saying me. Like I was out <laughs> yeah, too. I was, uh, I was partying. Like, um, I shouldn't have been partying. All right. Well, so he is. He's probably a French candidate. I agree. So. Um, I don't, I'm not going to go too much into the Packers losing because I don't think it was a big. I don't think it was that big of a deal. However, MVP odds. 
Let's talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I had I had this midway MVP right now, and we have I think five candidates. Roger, we just mentioned, he's probably the fifth candidate at best. I um, mean, I think there's four guys that are really kind of in it for MVP right now: Russell Wilson, yep. McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, who we mentioned earlier, and Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. Um, now Eric is pulling up on my bookie. I think. Yeah, the NFL yeah. MVP odds. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine that it's Russ, his favorite right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me let me pull him up exactly for you. Right I'm now. gonna try and guess the regular season. Mike, MVP. what do you what do you want to guess Russ's MVP odds right now? A week, coming on week ten. If he's a favorite. Man, I don't know. I I remember they heard it over the weekend. Or at, right after the game on sun, Sunday, right? Because they play Sunday against Tampa. You have it up. Yeah, yeah uh, I have it up. I don't, I don't. No, no, my bad. I don't. I don't remember. But I just take a guess, man. Yeah, I don't even know. I I have no idea. So I'm gonna hear it for the first time when Eric says it. Yeah. Three to one. I'm gonna get a plus two seventy five. Yeah, plus two twenty five. <sighs> okay. He, he's the number one guy. Um. Who Who else did you say that just that other Maca- guy? McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Off of the off of the odds, just go off of my bookie. He is not even the top four. He's the fifth guy. Okay, yeah, plus six hundred. Well, tied for four with Jackson, Aaron Rodgers at oh, shit. plus six hundred. Okay, so pretty much six to one. Mm. So then, there's and then there's two guys be, be in oh, front of them behind left, and behind Russell left. Wilson. There's so, so who are the two guys that are in front of them and are behind Russell Wilson? Lamar Jackson. Nope. Deshaun Watson for sure. Deshaun Watson yes. plus three hundred. Okay, and there's Mahomes. one guy ahead of him. Man. Patrick Mahomes. No Patrick way. Mahomes is plus twelve hundred. Oh, because he's yeah. still he's gonna come back course, okay. and just destroy. That's what people are assuming, I mean, right? I, I would if I the one thing that is oh, stupid. My that, fantasy team was crushed with this dude. These odds are dumb. Is there um, one more quarterback right there? Yeah, but this is just uh, like I don't know if this uh, is already in order because I, I think they're now now they're starting to put the art. No, the Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah, they got Garoppolo, but see, that's just because it's Andy Dalton, the popular. No, the <laughs> name. I was gonna say Dak. Lamar Jackson. Oh shit! But I don't know, like how. Never mind, fool. This is yeah. This, these are the odds, but that's not how they had them in order. Oh. Because, because look, Deshaun Watson is plus three hundred. I'm gonna just tell you about by the odds because fuck this shit it had them all all out of that's order. That's fine. That's fine. Russell Wilson plus uh, two twenty five. Uh, two twenty five. So he is the favorite. Lamar Jackson is plus three hundred, and Deshaun Watson is plus three hundred. Okay, so there's so number two and three. Number two and three, uh, plus six hundred. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron McCraw- uh Aaron McCaffrey are tied. So that's Christian? I guess Christian tied McCaffrey. for four. Uh, what I say, Aaron? <laughs> Aaron? Maybe that's a new dude. Rodgers and McCaffrey are tied at six hundred, right? And then after <laughs> that, yeah. So that that that, that that's those are the what, guys right there. Mahomes? Mahomes is plus twelve hundred, so he is way behind those so guys. He, yeah, he's still out the. Yeah, he's way the fuck out of it. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is plus sixteen hundred. Oh my god. And Tom Brady plus two thousand. Oh my god. Damn. Double down on Tommy Terrific. I was about to say like, that's a good bet. Yeah, well, I didn't even mention Brady in this, but Russell Wilson, he's got twenty-two touchdowns, one interception. Okay, it, it, it's the. Uh, he, 2,500 yards. Obviously, hoping being a hater, but this is one of those where you he could have a two interception, a couple of you know, fumbles, some bullshit. Kind of nice. Rattle that. him a little bit. Lamar Jackson tears another team's ass up, and all of a sudden, you know, that shit flip-flops. Christian yeah. McCaffrey has 13 touchdowns as a running back. Yeah. Total Christian McCaffrey receiving and has rushing. no chance in hell to win it. He's a running back. That's the unfortunate part about it. Enough of balling. He's balling. He, he definitely deserves to be in this How conversation. How many touchdowns would it take... 
in order to be considered for MVP. 26? Yeah. Oh, uh, 30s. <laughs> no. Like, like, no, I mean, like, no, Ladanian, no. right? Yeah, We're talking yeah, Ladanian. Yeah, right. 26. That's what I'm saying. He's, chasing He's chasing Ladanian, so you got to get to 30. You, well, didn't He's got to get, get at least to 25. 25, but, and but, you're like, hey. But those 25 were all... Rushing. No, and right. then he had... No, because It was had, all purpose. Weren't the 25 total? Cause I, I remember one year he had, like, 26 rushing yards. In 26 oh, rushing yards. What touchdown. Is 26 yeah, touchdowns. So what is he, Reggie like, Bush? So what is the number? Like 35, 30, I mean 35, 31. All, maybe, yeah, 31 maybe, maybe 30. Jeez. All, he already, well, he already has, he has 10 touchdowns rushing. He has three touchdowns receiving. And they don't have to play the Niners again. 28 LT. Total, right? The rushing only. Oh, rushing only. See, I that's stupid. This fool it was a That's a, mo- that's a savage man. Dude, he had like multiple three touchdown games. Like multiple. That dude was a fantasy beast. Yeah. So what? But how many was receiving did he have? How many? Total, rec- how many total was that? Because he said, I think he has the record. Yeah, he has a record. I think, he, so, I think it was like thirty-one or thirty-two, something it has like that. It was at up least there. be right. That's crazy. So, I know. If we, maybe we can find it, but if we but, can't, it's all look, good. We're just going to go. But what I'm safe. saying is, it has, it's at least going to take that okay, from McCaffrey. And I remember, and Larry mentioned. No, I mentioned. Remember, Ladanian did that. And that's with the league, when the league still respects running backs. Yeah. So McCaffrey's doing it. No one even fucking cares about running backs. Not even a bit. Not even a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Who Who would you say? Who How do you How would you have rank? Fuck with what the what the my bookie odds. How, how would you rank them? Uh, right now, looking at the stats and looking at what their teams, I would still I would go Russ. You agree with Russs? I Wa- agree. I'll you go, agree with Russ? Yeah. All right. Sure. Russ, Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, Lamar. And I'd have Lamar and like McCaffrey kind of tied, but they, I think they'd be a distant second. Like yeah, but third. but I'm not saying the chances. But you're fine with having McCaffrey in the mix. Yeah, I think McCaffrey so should be in the mix because so what he's doing, he's essentially like half so their fucking offense. Yeah, all, all their offense. Almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, but he. Got <laughs> I can't just say yeah, But you know, yeah. like he's you're, literally you're half realistically, he's which is disgustingly yeah, too much. He, the percentage says he's half of it, which is half crazy. is way more than which anybody. Is, should it is receiver and rusher, bro. It's unbelievable. So I mean, that's something that's yeah, crazy. However, you look at Lamar Lamar Jackson's stats. He's six and two, twelve touchdowns, five picks, and. Nine, just be 99 big. rushes for 637 and five touchdowns. He's been sacked 18 times. But that, that man. So. Now, here, here's something interesting that I wanted to bring I up. think, the, the, uh, my bad, Deshaun Watson has a nice little chance. Dude, he, he's been sacked 25 times. His line is terrible. Yeah. He And he yeah, just does some magical shit. Did you see two weeks ago when he got kicked in the fucking yeah, face? Fucking that dude, and he still made the dart pad. That guy is so good. He's fucking great. Yeah. What's up? Ability. No, no, I was going to say, you know what's crazy about the Lamar Jackson uh, factor is his offensive coordinator is Greg Roman. Yeah, it's Greg Roman, who had Kaepernick. Yeah, I was going to just say that. Yeah, so, you and know people what? are I saying mean, that he's a better version of Kaepernick. I'm like, do you remember Kaepernick? Well, yeah, but, but like, statistically, there's, there's he's faster that, than Kaepernick. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I'll definitely have Lamar Jackson work well, out. Cap, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a lot of things that came into help, too, because he's also being, uh, you know, um, RG3 on the team. But he mm. also can throw the ball better. Yeah, he has a better Let's just be 100. Right? He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's a Heisman. Come he, on. Uh, there's a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, come you know on. I mean? He's a Heisman Trophy there's winner. A, he checks all the ball. You know? He's good. It's fuck. Right. He's fucking good. The shit. Like, the problem is. He was, the problem is. Him and Patrick. Was it him and Patrick? All these guys that got. No, he was the fifth quarterback taken. It was Lamar. Baker. Yeah. Did they ba- pass on him. Baker, th- they passed on him three Josh times. Josh Allen. Um, what's this dude's name? Hey, was it Rosillo saying that shit? That shit was Gardner. Josh Rosen. Oh, oof. I think it was Russillo talking was about that. That shit was funny, though. He was right. was five at 32. Yeah. Russillo was saying that shit. He was, it was funny when he was saying, um, the Ravens say we always believed in this guy. He goes, yeah, so the fact that you traded three times to 
go in the round three times to, and to then draft other guys and then trade it besides in. him you yeah. finally you know like oh yeah fuck yeah. it we always believed and he's like you just don't draft board <laughs> but no it's our fuck props to them that once they had him you gotta do they realized you gotta, yeah. right, you fuck your game strength. plan yeah, fuck you your shit strengths, that's the only draft who you need to to get this guy what he needs to get mm-hmm. done and uh, don't what, be stupid what, and that's to me where I think like the Greg Roman factor comes into play like you know cause he like again he, cause you know I don't even like Greg Roman me neither but it's weird for our that, future right. for, for what the team had needed when, when the, the Niners needed it was right. all day yep that's what I'm saying like it's crazy cause I, I agree remember Jim Harbaugh also was a lot of hands on yeah very hands on he was very hands-on, um, and it seems like John Lynch, Shanahan are the same right now. Right. Um, let's uh, let's move into some gambling because we we've been talking about it. Um, we are going to talk about it as we record a lot more. And you know, Eric has won some money over the last few weeks. I've won some money over the last few weeks, and I feel like now we're getting more confident. We should. I want to share our knowledge with you guys. Where do we place our bets? All that good stuff. For me, I have I joined Bovada. Um, not any reason in particular why I did it. Everybody had my bookie. Some people had Bovada. I was just like, well, I'll just do that one. Um, and the website is bovada.lv. You can join with... Uh, you. We have a refer links for me and for Eric when he does his um, on my bookie. And we have refer links if you join them. Well, what is pretty much... You'll get like dollar for dollar match, uh, match so which like is pretty dope. Drop 100 bucks, they'll match you a hundred bucks and the way you see it uh at least on my end and then we will get like half of that which is really dope like donated to us too because obviously they want people spending money so and more honestly to be real what you get that helps like a motherfucker remember it's it's free bet it's fine it's awesome but what helps us even more than that to be real with you is them saying hey these these people are sending us here and if one of us sends a lot of the bit hey why the fuck you keep sending people we'll let them know what the hell we're doing and that's the goal. I don't like, think they'll ask us, hey, why you keep sending No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, who yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. Like, what's who going on? Yeah, you know, no, obviously, nice. they're not going to be complaining. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, sent you. Yeah, you know? So, um, if you want to join Bovada or my bookie and start gambling with us, with me and with Eric, uh, these are just, we're not sponsored by them, obviously. These are just refer codes that will get you some of the bonuses that we've got, which is pretty dope. You can go to, uh, I put these on Bitly, so you can go to bit.ly slash pgp dash bovada and the same is for my bookie it's bit.ly slash pgp dash my bookie i'll put them in the description of the podcast too so perfect uh, you won't even probably you'll just fast forward during this part be like you fucking idiot it's already in the description i'm just going to click the link thank you very much um some of the downsides is if you're a cheap fuck like me you need to win some money uh, in order to pull some out because it looks like these minimums are like 100 bucks sometimes or 10 bucks if you like fucking Bitcoin. I haven't joined the Bitcoin fad yet. My homie Joey did. Shout out to you, Joey, and all you Bitcoiners out there. Um, I have not joined. Yeah, a lot of people, that's the thing, but uh, yeah, me either. No, nah, I haven't done it. I like old-fashioned cash and using my debit card for dumb shit on Amazon. Getting caught up and being like, hey, what you do? You're like, hey, I was just... Hey, I mean, hey, I, hey, 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 you know what I mean? So, but, hey, but I'm not gonna be. Yeah. I think I, I, I wouldn't have no yeah. answer if I was on crypto. What are we doing buying Bitcoin, going all towards this crazy? I'm land. a degenerate sports hey. gambler now, um, and I do want to give a shout out to some of the gambling podcasts that we've listened to to help kind of gain our confidence, be able to do this. Mainly, cousin Sal of the Ringer Network. You'll probably never hear this shit, but I just want to shout you out because you're fucking funny. Uh, your boys. 
the trifecta odd, yeah. are creepy as hell, but damn, they're good shit. Especially Harry. He's a fucking crazy bastard. Yeah. Uh, but no, thanks to you guys, we gained the confidence, and Eric has started listening to a lot more gambling shows. There's R.J. Bell. Um, who are the dudes you... Uh, what's it's name? R.J. Bell has a street out of Vegas, and no, then no, I listen to Bell the has. SGP, of the, so it's called the Sports Gambling Podcast. There you go. Um, these dudes are fucking funny as fuck. They're pretty crazy. Kind of blue if you're like a person that doesn't like... You know, dirty jokes or all kind of jokes, but they're fucking bad. They're hard. You know, those fools. Um, but to me, um, and w- what we said is we want to help you. One reason we want to help you is because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. We talk to each other. We try to help each other out. We're hoping we're doing the same to you. And I hope you learn through our eyes. That's kind of what we're, our plan is here. Um, and that's one thing that obviously is step one. Try to hear as much gambling information you know. Yep. Um, what I try, What everybody obviously tries to do is you try to start figuring out. Okay, I keep hearing this, this, and this, and I agree with this, this, and this. So maybe that's a game I definitely feel really good about. Um, that's one of the things that I think, obviously, it's like a no, no-brainer that you start doing. That's one of the reasons why you want to start hearing a lot of these podcasts. Um, but step one is, what do I do? Um, sign up to either um, Bovada or my bookie like we did, and then fucking put a couple bucks in and just start figuring it out. Um, yep. You know, the main thing is figure out, Don't you don't have to... Cause, it might be intimidating. That's what happened to me. You start seeing all the games. You're like, what the fuck? What do I do? Find one you like, a few you like. If you don't like anything, remember, you don't have to bet. No, you don't That's have to. That's the best one. You don't have to bet. No, there's no. So to start, it's just games that you really like. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly how you start. And, uh, and that's where we're at right now. But um, we've been betting a little bit more and more. So we're about to get into it. Yeah, we are. Um, I was looking at some of these parlays and stuff. And... You know, I've won. I've won on some parlays, and not parlays, actually, some teasers, um, which is really a nice way. If you f- see a game that, you know, for example, in the NFL, at least when it comes to Bovada, and I'm assuming my bookie's the same, the line is if if it's they tease it down six points. So, and it's always combined with another team. You can't tease it by yourself because then you're just gaining your buying points. You know, so let's say if a team is favored to win by eight points. And you think they're going to win, no matter what, you can tease that down with another team down to two points. So if they, that's pretty much if they, most teams win by three points or more. Mm-hmm. But that's a good way to, like Eric said, if you, I, I like to tease, what did you say? You like tease games that you are sure bets. Yeah, like, like this bets. is my sure bet. And, or I don't want to bet, but I definitely like it like this, you know, where you're borderline. Yep. If it was like this, it would be my sure bet. Like, and make it like this. Like right now, I really like, I have a Cowboys at minus three. And then the Rams at minus three and a half, and I'd like to tease those uh, together because that would put it at they give that gives me the Rams plus two and a half and the Cowboys plus three. So that's sa- that's a sh- safety net for both teams. You don't have to do all that. You know, you can choose a little more just right or just parlay them both because three and a half. You think they're going to kick the shit out of the other teams? Just parlay them, yeah. and you'll get a lot more money because, for example, if I bet, let's say. 10 bucks there i win 27 on a parlay but if i bet a tease i can't even tease because i parlayed it anywho oh there it is yeah if i tease 10 bucks i'm only winning eight dollars and 33 cents so it's pretty much if you want to go safe it's a good way to double your money essentially yeah so and again to do that i i one thing we're talking about do you have anything this week yeah so i didn't like much anything right like straight up so no dude no this is Browns, the, Bills. Yeah, so this is one thing, like we said, um, one thing I don't like. 
So what you like, or you kind of like, but you don't, you know, you kind of tease it. I only, one thing that I kind of saw right now that I like, uh, okay. So these are, these are the odds. This is, this kind of what I like, um, Buffalo Bills. So this is kind of to show you how, how I do the teaser, right? I don't really like it at this number, but I'm going to show you where the number at. And then I'm going to show you where I get to the teaser. So where I'm at, but Buffalo Bills plus two and a half against the Browns, right? Right. I got the Bucks plus uh, minus four and a half at home against the Cardinals. Giants minus two and a half. Oh, Giants um, and Jets. Yeah, on the ro- you know on the road, but really at home against the Jets. I got the Lions plus two and a half against the Bears at Chicago. I got mm-hmm. the Panthers plus f- uh, five and a half against the uh, Green Bay. So I fucked up. That's who the Panthers were playing. That's why I was trying to pick the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And then I got the uh, Steelers plus three and a half against the Rams. So those I like them, but they're a little bit weird. So let's just say I like the Bills, but I wish I was getting more than two and a half because I could see some stupid right, shit right. from the, from the from the Browns. I definitely like the the Bucks, but minus four and a half. That's a lot of points for me to trust oh, fucking Jameis, right? But I do like them to win it, but that's a lot, right? Same with the Giants. I definitely like them even with the two and a half. So that's one of the reasons why this is part of my teaser. The Lions plus two and a half. If I get, I already like them beating the Bears. If I get a little bit more than two and a half, so like even plus more than a field goal, I like that. I definitely like them. I already like the Panthers getting five and a half against the fucking uh, Packers. If they get more than that, for sure, I like that one. I like the Steelers plus three and a half at home against uh, the Rams. So if I get more than that, then I definitely like it, right? So this is how it's gonna look like when I go to the teaser. So the teaser changes it. Um, so the teaser is, is now the, to six points, right? Yeah. So now I'm getting plus five fifty for from doing those six games in a teaser. Bills now go all the way up to plus eight and a half. That's pretty solid. Bucks now instead of going minus four and a half, I'm getting plus one and a half fucking half against the Cardinals at home. The Giants now instead of being minus two and a half against the Jets, they're getting over a field goal against the Jets now. So I like it a billion times more, right? <laughs> the Lions, like I said, I like them. Getting that, what was it against the fucking, uh... Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. So now they're getting eight and a half fucking points? Fuck yes. That's, Panthers... That's, I love that one. Panthers, I love like them, that one. Panthers, I like them plus five and a half against the fucking, um, uh, Packers. Now I definitely like them with 11 and a half. Over 10 points for the Panthers? Definitely, I like that. The Steelers, instead of getting three and a half against the fucking Rams at home, they're now getting plus nine and a half. I fucking love that. So that's kind of how I would look at it. I, love, to like, yeah. where I don't like none of these games. Maybe if I put them in a teaser. So look, just to so show you. So you're picking teams to lose instead of picking teams to win. In this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's really. None, no, of, that's none fucking, of the. Except for the Lions. Except for the Lions. And, and, and the Giants. So, yeah. So no, you, no, you do really want to throw in a couple that you already think they're going to win. Just a few because obviously you're. Your odds are gives you a little bit more money, right? You usually throw the Dolphins yeah. in this sometimes. They're the, minus ten right now. Minus ten, yeah, no, but plus I, ten, excuse me. Plus ten. So, but they were playing someone that I didn't. I actually felt like now Indianapolis, like, and I can't trust them two weeks in a row. Yeah, no, so because no. they don't have Jacoby. And the other bet that I like Ooh, so that take, was another thing that that one thing that you can consider if you're learning how to bet like us. Remember, I'm giving you a bunch of information. What do I know? I don't know anything. That's how I'm feeling this week. Just check it out yourself. See how I do. I'll, I'll we'll definitely go over it and we'll tell you how what the, these results are right here, so we kind of see where we're at, right? So remember, I'm gonna mark these bets down to where we're at, and then what's it called? Um, the one other bet that I kind of like is um the 49er Seahawks game. I like the over 47. Yeah, me too. Um, reason why I take like I will say that, and the odds are minus 115. So. Uh, you know, you got to bet a dollar fifteen to win a dollar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
over 47. The, my reasoning behind that is the fucking Seahawks defense is not not really a thing. No. So I feel like the Niners are definitely going to be able to score on the Seahawks. Um, and we just said Russell's, uh, we just talked about Russell Wilson. This was on some fucking MVP shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like this could easily be like a 31, 27 game. That's easily over the 47. I like that. You know what I mean? So that, that's, that's one other bet that I like this week. No, I like that for sure. That's really dope. So you hear that? Do it. Uh, do that. Some of, some version of that. Uh, especially this week, you know, what's this thing about if you pick the Niners and tease them, then you're going to get zero points, and then there's no winners there unless you can predict the fucking elusive tie. And I don't even know what happened in this situation. Exactly. I think they'll knock on your door and just end up shooting you. <laughs> but anyways, um, so that's the end of our gambling segment. Um, we'll come back. Uh, when we come back next week or in two weeks, talk about what uh, what we've done since and try and put some stuff up on the website because um, we're going to have to renew it very soon and I want to make some changes on it. So uh, we're going to start putting some more stuff there. But And we want to keep you up to date. So yeah. if we record in two weeks, then obviously it doesn't ma- it make sense for us to recap these picks, but what makes sense is we'll, uh, we'll make sure... Well, if, if we won. Follow, no, follow us on like, uh, you know, like Twitter and all that. So yeah, yeah, we'll post what our results are. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? So you can kind of see, hey, okay, that's what the fuck yep. happened with those picks. You know... Um, and, you know, uh, any other changes that we make till then, the other picks that we do, we'll say, hey, this is the other picks that I went to. These are the lines. Hoping that people kind of see, okay, see how wrong this fucker was and what his thinking yep. was. Let me do something opposite. That's another thing you can do. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about a couple more sports before we head out of here. Uh, we're at the hour 10-minute mark, so I feel like this is a really good podcast right now. Nationals just won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw that one coming. Uh, and after the Dodgers blew it, and in very heartbreaking fashion, I think most of us kind of just stopped watching baseball for a little bit. And even though I'm not the biggest Dodger fan all the time, because uh, I am a fan of the Mets, but when the Mets constantly let me down in September, I have to root for another team because the, and the Dodgers have been playing the last five years in the World Series or more close. So um, I've been following them closely, and that was a tough loss with Kershaw doing what he did and you know, just not, not fun. But congrats to the Nationals. I thought they were dead in the fucking water uh, in Game 7. And they just found a way to want, win these games. Now, did you guys watch the series? Yeah, um, obviously not as intense of what uh, exactly. Yeah, seven. but it was it was exactly. awesome. Exactly, I and you got to watch a little bit of Game Seven. And then I remember, I remember I was holding my son, and uh, when Kendrick got the home run, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they're gonna win this game. Like it's one of those magical things that you uh, watch when your team's not in it, and you watch it kind of pissed off, and you're like, "You putting some money on your Mets?" Uh, maybe. I don't know. What are the odds right I now? Mean, look, I just pulled them over and let me see. Um, I'm going to guess that the Mets probably are like plus 1,100, 875 around there to win the World Series. Damn, I can't even see them. So where the fuck are they at? They, oh, they got kicked out Oh, plus 2,400. Oh, shit. I was way off. Oh, yeah. my God. So the the favorites so far are the Astros plus six hundred. Oh, okay, so plus... they started plus six hundred. What the hell? Like, yeah. So I was way off there. Bo- both Astros and Yankees are plus six hundred. The Dodgers plus eight hundred. That's the third team. So those are the favorites, uh, pretty much. Uh, Red Sox twelve hundred, Braves twelve hundred, and then it kind of starts going from there. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, shit. I don't know what the Mets are going to do. We still have Cespedes, the fullest two broken ankles. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't even know how old he is. He's like that dude from the, the bench warmers that has a, a sign made in crayon, like I am twenty four. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the Mets did hire Carlos Beltran as a manager, 
and he just retired like a year ago. So I want. How do you guys feel about that? Like, okay, like, so that's about, kinda, that's yeah, that's crazy. Isn't it weird? Like I mean, look, I it's know it's weird that, if you're. This is how I think it's weird. It's weird, first of all, but I mean, obviously, how you handle it is how you handle it. So it could it could not be a weird situation, but it's weird if you join the team you're already in. So like, you can't just switch. Like, it's not not that a team. That, I'm not saying that a team you played for, but I mean like. Like last next season, yes, like you, you can't be like, yo, I was fucking around with you, um, bullshitting around practice, like, yo, let's go over here and let's act like we're doing this shit during practice, and then you're like, now you're the coach, like, wait, what the fuck? Like, that shit, I'm just laughing right now because that shit like, doesn't make sense. You one day you just walk off the field and you stand in the dugout and then you just stand there. That's your job. Like you never <laughs> never leave the fucking dugout. And it's like you can't really kick it like no more. You're not that, which is fine. But, you know, it's not that it's yep. a, you're missing out on that. It's just it's the awkwardness of like you gotta handle that because that's weird to be that so, guy. Like, and, I mean, know, friends, he, I don't know people. You know, watch, yeah, he, there's a Friends episode where like <laughs> fucking Ross, he's working at the at the hotel and that fool hooks up Joey with a job and it's the whole thing of like the the scientists. You know the whatever they're all mm-hmm. wearing the lab coats. <laughs> And they're eating in the lunch cafeteria, and then the, the the people that are like the tour guys, like the Joys, like they're wearing like the purple coats or some bullshit like that. And it's like no way in hell they sit next to each other, right? <laughs> so like Ross, like it, it obviously Joe doesn't get it, and it's the whole situation where it's like you gotta tell him like, nah, fool, you can't really be sitting over here with that white coat. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's no, kind of what's no, going that, on. this is for the white coat, not the purple coat, but yeah, yeah, damn. <laughs> That's kind of what's going on. Right? I mean, but yeah. So and yeah, that's that's right too. So that's why the Mets signed him. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe because he can speak Spanish. I don't know what it is. But no, he, people like him. He's like he's guy. extremely likable guy. That, but again, that's not the only part of the job. But if he wins, we're gonna. I mean, he can't be. Like, he's not gonna be worse than Mickey Calloway. So that's. But it happens in every job. People sometimes you look at it and you go, "What the fuck happened?" When Jason Kidd, when, when people are applying, saying, yeah. yeah. And remember, remember, thing. remember, remember. People always have the opportunity to go into a place and fucking completely ace the interview. Oh, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? That's still it looks like Beltron, and it's like just fucking knock that well, bitch because, apart. And I knew he wanted the jobs because uh, he said, "I don't want any managing job." And then there was a quote a week later, like, "I only want the match job," <laughs> and the then. Job. The Another didn't. week later, said, "I'm glad to be a man. <laughs> I'm glad I got the match." No, out. and then like all of a sudden, like there was rumors that Girardi, this and that, the fan base was like, "Let's get Girardi," and it's like, "I don't want Girardi." You know, like so you wouldn't just, take. Uh, I'm cool with Beltron. I mean, over like, Girardi, we had fucking Mickey Calloway. I mean, it doesn't really matter who we have. It's like we have Degrom. If he's healthy, we're going to be in it. And as long as like we can get something, we didn't even look. The Mets were so stupid last year; they didn't even realize Alonzo was good. They were like, ah, oh, well, he should start the season in the minors. Like, and last year he raked all fucking year in the minors. It's like, okay, this guy's ready. He's been ready. He's the size of a fucking polar bear, literally. He had 50 home runs in his Every, first season. Yeah. Dude, the fool's crazy. Um, and but I don't nah, know if he'll he wasn't re- good enough. Nah, not even close. <laughs> we're just like, nah, Dominic Smith, that's the guy right there. Career 236, you know, like, oh, that shit. <clears throat> but last thing we'll talk about. Um, boxing and MMA had a good weekend last weekend. Um... If you're a Canelo fan, you're excited, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, like he just knocked out uh, the 175 champ yeah. at w- the WBO champ. I mean, sure yeah. So, so you are excited. You are excited. If you're a Canelo fan, you are. Um, a lot of people were like, yo, you know, you know, you start getting the calls like, well, he was old. He was going to get him to begin with. What the fuck? Um, the fight was probably boring because people felt like the thing is, Kovalev was behind that jab straight up. 
behind that fucking jab. But, you know, in our scorecard with the people I was watching it with, we had Kovalev winning the fight for the beginning, and then Canelo, Canelo just started on. turning the fuck on. I mean, uh, it was a solid game plan that ended up, you know, paying off. It paid off for this dude. He ended up knocking him the fuck out in a pretty savage way, so fuck it. I mean, it worked. It, it, it's... It's another great accomplishment, I guess, for this man. I mean, he he now he's already getting paid for everything. I mean, and heavily, heavily, like heavily, like he's getting paid madness. And um, beating guys like this gives him more shit, more accolades, so he can hold even more power during negotiations and further prove that he's the guy that that runs shit. So, like, who the fuck he wants to fight? That's who the fuck he fights next. Um, he that was a one seventy five. So. Basically, from 160 to 175, you're just hoping he calls you. You're just saying, you know, I'm hoping I'm the cat because you know, that's how I get that big payday. Yeah, He's just going to be chilling for a little... I mean, he'll have to fight There's all the opportunities. Some... There's all the opportunities there. There's a lot of shit for him to do. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of ways he can go. The fight that's clearly rumored that's like a fucking... Like a super, like you know, hardcore, Devil you know, fight? whatever you want to say, like hardcore fans or people that are really into the game, a fight that people kind of want to see because of what the fucking it's it would be Ward coming out of retirement and finding Canelo. Oh man, you know, um, at one seventy five for the bell, it's like one of those things that people. Yeah, I texted you. That's like the you know, I was like, is that even real? It's real because of like people. I mean, well, I guess it's it's the possibility. I guess could happen, but. The money would have to be so much. Why would Andre come out? Like he's on yeah. Top the money. Right that's now. what I'm saying. The money. The money would have to be Damn. super, super huge. You know, like I think Ward, Kovalev. I think reports were like obviously the, like, just reports where he got up to like fourteen, fifteen million, sixteen, some some shit like that for this Canelo fight. Uh, way more than the fuck he was ever made. Ward, when he fought um, Kovalev the second fight, I think he only made like six million. If Ward's gonna come out of retirement, Canelo, what, what would you say? Like you don't, you're, you don't know shit. I don't know shit. Like we said, we we want to keep it real with people. Like we don't know shit, but we're just gonna tell you what we're trying to guess, what we're feeling. Um, if you're Kovalev, yeah, if you're Kovalev, yeah, that's starting. getting fifteen. You're saying we're not starting anywhere lower than twenty. Yeah. 20. Why would Ward listen to anything less than twenty? It wouldn't make any fucking sense. Not when Kovalev got fourteen or fifteen. You know what I mean? Like they would, they wouldn't make any fucking sense. Not at all. So you're going twenty. I mean, Co- you know, remember, Kovalev got fourteen, fifteen. That person, mind you, Canelo, Canelo got probably thirty-five million. Yeah, he got over sure. thirty-two, so he's getting something like thirty. Uh, he'll get forty for that fight. Yeah, but but no, but he's got his contract. He's got his ten year ten. Oh, yeah. So he's because that's what I'm saying. He doesn't he doesn't have the pressure of having to sell the pay per views. He's not a pay per view guy no more. That's true. That's so right. ten years, three hundred fifty. That's what the fuck he got. So thirty-five a fight. So what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. He gets to pick and choose who. <laughs> Who's going? But that thirty-five is coming. Yeah, it is. That's you know, true. and that's big money. That's oh, yeah, super big 35? money. You know what I mean? Thirty-five right there. Just take that, Brandon. Here, put that right there. Thank you. And who you want to fight next? And um, you know, when you get to beat guys like this, you, you kind of get to again further keep that. You kind of keep that train going. Another thirty-five. Another thirty-five. Let me keep snatching these up. Um, and of course, I would love to see Ward. You know what I mean? What's Canelo going to do? You know how people say he always wants to get some sort of favor, some sort of advantage, some sort of chance. Well, you know, Ward being out for a long-ass fucking time is one. So That is a big one. And, hey. I, I, but, again, as far as that fight, it was it was cool. 
I I don't want to say it was bad. It was long wait. Um, it was cool. It was cool to see him go up to weight class and beat somebody. Fuck it, props. You know what I mean? It is what it is. That's true. Kovalev, you know, people, especially when your name's the crusher, they did want to see a little bit more than just a fucking jab all day long. I throw some shit. The jabber. You know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta try to crush him eventually, right? You gotta try to do something. Little punches. Yeah. Um, but Canelo, you know, was doing his thing. He wasn't really letting him. It isn't just a. you know how we say all the time, it's like, oh, it's because I couldn't do this. And remember, it's like, when you say that stuff, remember, the other guy said, yeah, because I, I didn't let you do that. Yeah, you're right. You didn't do that. Oh, it's because we couldn't get the run game going. Yeah, because we didn't let you get the run game going. Yeah. That's why, you know, or we, yeah. I if couldn't, we you know. If we weren't here, you run. I was only able to jab. It's like, yeah, because every time you try to do something else, I make sure you didn't because I let you know what it was. Okay, and and you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, that kind of shit happens. But it was it was a solid, Um, I guess, it was, a, he won. movement he, is crazy. It, under, it, it, if you KO the guy, there's no um, if, answer, buts, you won the fight, right? That's it. That's kind of what Canelo did, so. That's how it works. That's how you get it done for sure, for sure. No questions. No no questions. Like, who won? Oh, the guys on the canvas did not win. No. Yep. Um, and lastly, um, is it, it's Masvidal, right? I just want to make sure that I pronounce it right. That fool beat Nate Diaz pretty handily on Saturday, too. Yeah. Cut, that cut was disgusting, man. <sighs> the uh, the post game uh, presser, no pun intended, there was pretty good. Um, as he that fool was munching on it looked like Taco Bell, or what, I don't know what he was eating in the press conference, talking shit about uh, Conor McGregor, which is super hilarious. Always good. Um, <laughs> what's next for him, Mike? What's going on? Yeah, what's he, who's he gonna I mean, fight? He yeah, can't fight the Rock, even though they're homies uh, now. Apparently, yeah. This is the Connor fight, of course. Always, Connor's always gonna, you know, like just like boxing. Uh, Canelo gets the, you know, Canelo gets gets the draw. Connor gets the draw in the UFC. That's it's a joke. He's the fight. Crazy. He's the he's the fight you want. Um, even though he hasn't fought in some time after his loss to Khabib, but maybe Khabib too. So, mm, Khabib, Khabib and Masvidal. So you know, there, there's 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 some uh, definitely some options for him. Damn. I mean, what was the last time could be fought? Connor. <laughs> they Shit. They both been out of. Uh, been a minute. Oh no no I'm sorry Khabib. Uh, Didn't he fight he, recently? No, no no yeah he fought um he fought uh Poirier I'm sorry he fought Poirier he submitted him if I'm not mistaken. No problem I don't there. Remember. Yeah he it was a good fight though. Yeah, Khabib's a good fighter. <laughs> Poirier uh, might be a, a fight for. What? That was crazy. That was I mean fuck well. the. DSP, I, I feel like, you know me, I'm not a fucking uh, MMA guy, UFC guy, but um, I like certain guys, I like Diaz, so that was good, yeah, that was good to get a guy like him, I'm always going to want to tune in for a He's like a guy. tough dude, he's just yeah, a tough right. guy. I, was surp- I mean, obviously it wasn't on him that they stopped the fight, but it kind of sucks because he is one of the, like... Hey, but like he, we said, right, remember, on, like... He comes on, he does come on in the later rounds. Like, like, if it wasn't for that cut, and the guy's like, yeah, the cut that yeah, I gave yeah, you. Yeah, the cut, yeah, no shit, we were just talking about that. Yeah, you mean <laughs> oh, the ones when... The, okay, the cut that I'm the, the you know what? You, you mean the, punch, the punches you couldn't <laughs> block or dodge? How'd you get cut? Yeah. Oh, by me, right? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't start with that cut. But it was a good fucking fight. Yeah, hey, you know what was crazy, though, that did happen that was a little weird, that everybody was, you know, obviously the fan bases always go crazy against each other is... The fucking Canelo and um, Kovalev fight didn't start till after the yeah, MMA. I know. And everybody was saying, like, oh, look, UFC's doing this. They're calling out. And that's cool. But remember, it, it's more of always a network call. That's the zone, you know, showing both, you know, trying to do, trying to be like, okay, this is our call. So it's not like the fighters are doing it. Yeah. But I will say this. I'm always going to try to get one in at the end for the boxing guys. Remember. No, no hate to him because definitely did a solid fucking job. But what is it, Mas- Masvidal, 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 yeah. 
500,000 he made that night. We said it earlier, Canelo, 35 million. Lots of money for Canelo, dude. 35 million compared to 500,000. It's a big difference. That's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. And that's the real difference of boxing versus, uh, the, you know, like if you want to really go there with that. So, hey, man, um, it was still a good event. If For a guy like me that doesn't like it, um, having that as the main event, I think it was a solid idea. That was a solid call. Not knowing, this is the second time now I see that full Mass Vidal fight, and um, I like him. He seems like a likable guy. Good fighter. Um, you know, so. Yep. Um, Cuban cat, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cuban American. Cubano. Yeah, but uh, I think it's George. I just don't know how to pronounce his fucking last name. But yeah, I, I, hit him and Connor would be a good. Well, it'd be a fun, entertaining fight, but it wouldn't be a long one. Uh, I think it would be a bullying after, like, you know, because, you know... There's a lot of fights for Montreal, actually. Yeah. Because after the last, you know, the Khabib fight when he was getting beat, um, sometimes it's, like, certain fools, like, once you know how to lose, you kind of know how to lose. So I could see easily Connor getting beat by this fool and kind of being like, okay, cool, I'm getting masked. I'm I'm good. I'm had enough because he's done it already. Yeah, he's like, I'll just collect my money. You know, it's easy to see the guy to tap to when he's already done it. And, you know, and I could see this guy really, that's what I mean, the bullying is. Like, I could see if I saw that fool getting beat the shit, like, Khabib just beat the shit out of that man. (laughs) He sure did. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, not letting out. And I could see this guy, fucking Masvidal, looks like the kind of fool that would Beat this man, like beat him hard, fool. Yeah, he'd be like Let the Hulk, know. like the Hulk when he like smashed. Uh, pretty much Hulk, Hulk smashed him to death. I which... mean, <laughs> me a guy that's not into UFC, me a guy that's not into Connor at all, would love to see Masvidal Connor because I feel like that would be a nice battery. <laughs> That'd be a fucking... get, uh, the winner because um, that would be amazing. What do you call it? Uh, Usman is fighting Covington for the belt, so that might be. Probably his next, you know, okay. if not Connor, that's probably going to be the next one for him. But I mean, like you know, like I said, uh, he's got options. Like, like oh, he just baited Connor in that press yeah, conference. Yeah, for sure. Though, so. like I said, even the Khabib fight would probably be, you know, but well, would... he knows that Connor creates some revenue every now oh, and then. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sport. That's the fight you want. Of course, what Mike said it's like the Canelo thing, right? It's like yeah, you, who, who, you want gonna, the bag? Who's be the one that gives you the most. Who do you call that out? That shitty yeah. Irish prick. That's yeah, that's who. why. But I mean, everybody wants the Connor fight. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter who it is. Everybody wants the Connor fight because that's going to be the one that pays you. Yep, that's damn right. That's the truth. I think it's going to do it for us, guys. It's 11 o'clock, and it's been an hour and a half recap. This has been a really good podcast. Great podcast. Um, make sure you, if you haven't subscribed to this point, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And uh, make sure you go to the 30minutelunchbreak.com to find out a lot more about what we do. Um, sadly, this past week, one of uh, the favorite, our favorite actors, or not favorite actors, but just a, a legendary actor we've all kind of been around, John Witherspoon passed away. He was Pops from Friday. I mean, everybody knows Pops. And, um, you know, and I just want to play um, a song that reminds me of his role um, in Friday to lead us out for Pops. Mm -hmm.